Welcome everyone to the blind perspective here on whose blind life is it anyway? The show where you get the blind perspective on topical news items. I am your host, Victor Gouveia. And remember, if you like what you're going to hear, hit that like button. If you are able to see us now, then you know we can go live on our YouTube channel, on our Facebook page, and on Twitter. If you can't catch us live, you can catch us on repeats, on podcasts everywhere. Well, almost everywhere. We are on most podcast catchers. Google, Spotify, Apple, you name it. We're even on some devices, the Victor line of players, for example, and smart speakers. We're on all of those. Additionally, if you want to contact me, you can always send me an email. Whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com and we'll reply accordingly. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's been a busy week, so to speak. And we're going to start on a date last week. Well, three or four days ago, excuse me, on June 20th, because it was Refugee Day. It's a world holiday. Well, it's not really a holiday, but it's a a Memorial Day of sorts. And um, it pretty much illustrates the, the world's well, the world's issues, sort of, because researching this story, I found some incredible facts that I thought you guys should be aware of. In the last six, uh, excuse me, uh, 18 months, There have been over 110 million refugees worldwide. Excuse me. In the last decade... Refugees, or the number of refugees, have doubled from 15,000 to over 30,000, sorry, 15 million to over 30 million alone. Now, that's in the past decade. And And since World War II... Or was it World War One? Yeah, I think it was World War One. It started off at two million, and it's crept up, pretty much doubled almost every decade, and that's a lot. But in the last eighteen months, or year and a half. There have been over 110 displaced refugees in the world. 
Now, that is taking account the whole world, not just into North America or the U.S. or civilized countries of any kind. That is in the whole world. Now, these are people escaping from wars, escaping persecutions or violence or a threat of some kind. And in addition to the 35 million, over 75 million have had to flee their homes. Sorry. Put that to the side. And out of those 75 million, about 62.5 were internal displaced refugees, 5.4 asylum seekers, 5.2 in need of international protection, and the total number of people has since risen to a hundred and over 110 million, mostly due to the Sudan conflict or that's been lasting about eight weeks, I think. Yeah. Eight week old conflict. And that's not even counting the Ukraine. And if you want to put that in context, <clears throat> If the forcefully displaced refugees of the world were to ever get their own country, they would be the 14th most populous country in the world. Having said that, just to illustrate some of the shit that these people have to go through, a gentleman by the name of Paul Canary Kamiyam Sorry, excuse me. I got to learn to pronounce this. Yeah, Kamiyamu had to leave his had to leave his East Africa home of Uganda to come to Canada because sex laws down there uh, don't appreciate gay marriage or homosexuality. The LGBTQIA plus society pretty much has a lot of shit they, they have to run away from in a lot of parts of the world. Not sure if you knew this, but a lot of countries in Africa... The sentence is death for homosexual. In other words, if you get caught kissing or fucking a same-sex partner, you get put to death. Now, Paul Kamyamu had to come to Canada to escape this sort of treatment. And I think it's 
absolutely abysmal. I mean, hell, even Rome doesn't put people to death like that. But you get the idea. Having said that, it's I think it's interesting that as advanced as we are in this world, we still aren't enlightened enough to accept LGBTQIA plus as normal. I mean, sure, we still have the generation that sees it as completely fucked up and various religions, but that's a whole other story. I don't think that... I think that as long as there's religion in the world, we are all fucked. And that is whether we like it or not. In other news, good old Trump. That's right. Trump is still arrogantly thinking he's going to get past this whole trouble. His latest defense is that he was too busy to look through his boxes for his personal effects, which he claims would have allowed him to find those papers that were missing. Now, he says this considering that every media outlet pretty much filmed him playing golf. During the time he was president, he played golf more times than at any other part of his life. But he was too busy. Speaking of which, um, his, well, his Republican running mate, well, not running mate, but running opponent, he's actually he's actually battling to win the the nomin- the Republican nomination for president. Chris Christie is is criticizing Donald Trump on his bullshit, and he claims that he's not afraid of Donald Trump. And I don't blame him. I don't think anybody could ever be afraid of Donald Trump. But he is a former district attorney. And he is fairly young. I'm not sure if you guys caught his... Um, oh, what is that thing called? Was it a round table? No, town hall meeting on CNN. Uh, it was, I believe, a month after Trump's town hall meeting on CNN. And uh, 
that was interesting in and of itself because I thought, I really thought the Republicans were going to put up Trump for nomination. But not only is there Chris Christie vying for the nomination, but there's also DeSantis. I believe he's the Florida governor. He's looking for the GOP nomination also. So we've got a hot contest. If I had to pick, I think Chris Christie would be the best candidate for the job, mostly because of his youth. But let's face it, Americans have a nasty habit of putting the wrong person in the White House when it most counts. So we'll have to see how that goes. Speaking of bad news, uh, the Titan submersible, the one that was scheduled to survey the Titanic wreck uh, went missing not too long ago. But on top of going missing, they've since realized that the, the submersible imploded and all lives were lost. Now you have to understand while I abhor the fact that lives were lost, there are, well, I don't know how to feel about this because the fact is there were corporate bigwigs on board. Now, this was essentially a submersible no bigger than the size of a minivan. And there were five people aboard. And some of those five people included some corporate bigwigs who paid two, upwards of $250,000 for their seat. Like I said, while it's truly tragic that these people had to lose the, uh, had to lose their lives, what the fuck were they doing down there in the first place? I mean, I understand that the crew of the submersible was doing a job. They were supposed to survey the Titanic wreck. I don't know why at this point, but they that's what their job was. So they had to presumably expect some sort of risk. But why would somebody actually pay $250,000 to put themselves in that kind of risk? Well, if you've got the answer to that, then you're better than me because I can't, I honestly can't think of an answer. Speaking of which, the 
Eastern Caribbean should be on lookout because they're expecting an assault from a tropical storm by the name of Brett. Now, Brett is traveling at about 65 miles per hour. Sorry, he's got winds of 65 miles per hour. 96 kilometers per hour for you metric folks. And it was expected to hit Thursday, but I'm not sure if it actually did. So uh, either way, if you do live in the Caribbean, please bat battle down your hatches and stay indoors as much as you can. Because while the wind doesn't kill people, what the wind is blowing kills people. And that's what you want to escape. Now, at last recorded, it was about 640 miles away from the Caribbean, the East Caribbean. But it is growing stronger, which means it'll probably travel faster it'll increase its speed at some point speaking of which um, for those who are well pagan or wiccan and subscribe to the goddess as their deity uh, it would seem that over 8,000 people met up at England's Stonehenge to greet the summer solstice now presumably there were tons of there were tons of activities and uh, I hope a good time was had by all There wasn't really any indication of of what happened, whether they had a cookout or something. <laughs> but um, presumably, there was a lot of, of of praise to the goddess and and all kinds of other prayers uh, for the goddess and nature. So. Congratulations to Wiccans and Pagans alike in welcoming your summer solstice. Speaking of which, we're going on to our topic for this week. Now, for those who don't, well, for those who, who've been under a rock for the past three or four years, the world suffered Well, a pandemic. And that pandemic was handled both well and not well by public health departments all over the world. Now, regardless of what you think 
about how they started handling it, eventually they did step up to the plate when it mattered. Most of which during the vaccine uh, layout, layout? No. Turnover? Yeah, I guess you can call it term. Dispensation. Yeah, let's call it a dispensation. Anyway, they handled everything pretty well. They tracked the various uh, COVID uh, types. They tracked who got their shots and who didn't. So in a world of billions, I think it could have been a lot worse. And even now, the COVID is still going on in some countries. But suffice it to say, public health I think did a great job in handling their shit. You know there had to be a but though. It seems that some public health departments have become too big for their britches. Now what does that mean? That means that public health departments are starting to branch out and take over the monitoring of other departments. Case in point. I'm not sure what uh, what public health departments are doing in other jurisdictions. So I'm only referring to Toronto public health. Public health here has now stated that what is public's health domain should not be incurred by other departments. In other words, stay out of my sandbox and you stay in your sandbox. Now, I'm not allowed to tell you where I got this information because the person still works for the city and I don't want this person's job to be at risk. But suffice it to say, this person looks after child care centers both in home and public child care centers and i asked this person what happens well i made a comment cuz i thought you know i i told her I said that part of her duties was inspecting the kitchen and stuff like that. And she said, no, we're not allowed to touch the kitchen. Those were her exact words. And I said, why the hell not? 
Isn't that a part of your job? Making sure that things are okay? If not for the, the child care center staff, then for the kids. But apparently not. They have to let public health inspect the kitchen. And they are not supposed to refer any issues to public health because public health will deal with their shit. Now, I don't know about any of you, but I think that's ridiculous. Now, speaking as a as a visually impaired person and a father, I would like to think that the child care center that my daughter attends is clean and sanitary and is being managed properly. Now, that's what this person's job is, to make sure that the quality of child care is up to standards. And with that in mind, I think, now you might call me dense or something, but I think monitoring what goes into my daughter's belly is of utmost importance. Because what goes into my daughter's belly is eventually going to fucking make it home. Now, presumably, they're supposed to inspect child care centers every six months. But public health departments are severely short-staffed. Especially when it comes to inspectors. Not so much relief staff, like admin assistants and, and stuff, receptionists and stuff like that. Inspectors not only are they in demand, but they're also short change so it might be in this person's interest to not pay as close attention to a problem especially if it's going to give him or her more work to do so what is this person supposed to do How can you rely on a public health system that is burgeoning with duties and somehow they have to slip in the added duty of monitoring health conditions in daycare centers?
Personally, I think that's ridiculous. That's like putting a thousand pounds inside a car that can only handle 500 pounds. It's just not realistic, nor is it reasonable. Like I said, visually impaired people who take advantage of, of child care centers because their kids have to go there are trusting 100% that the child care center is being run properly. That conditions in the kitchen aren't going to cause their child to kill over and die. It's not rocket science, folks. Either way, suffice it to say, I think it's a bad idea. Now, we did something different this week. I actually put... <clears throat> Excuse me. I actually put the join link in the comment section at the beginning of the show. So if if anyone wants to come on and voice their opinion on this or any other part of the show, they can feel free to do so. And I'm interested in, in what other people think of this. Do other people think it's as stupid as I do? Or do they think it's a perfectly reasonable idea for public health departments to increase their... Well, I don't know what you'll call it. Surveillance, I guess. Of the various departments. Or various aspects of it, anyway. Because there is a lot of shit that are under city hall patronage. Childcare is just one of the least of those. We're also talking about assisted care facilities. We're talking old folks' homes. We're talking centers that house disabled people. Now, the city and indeed the province has a department that is supposed to monitor each and every one of those projects to make sure they're up to standard. But apparently they now can't because public health is doing it.
Now, my wife happens to work in one of those assisted care facilities. And I would hate to think that she has to rely on public health to come tell her that there's shit going on in the kitchen that she knows nothing about. My wife doesn't set foot in the kitchen. Now, granted, that is her choice. But given that the person working in the kitchen is a real bitch, I can understand why she doesn't want to be there. But still, for public health to say, sorry, let us do our jobs and we won't step by and tell you how to do yours. Now, public health is under the purview of the city government. At least the Toronto public health. I'd imagine they all have to answer to a mighty power and no, I don't mean God. I mean the provincial government. But presumably, if they fuck up, it's bound to reach somewhere and somebody's heads is going to roll. Either way, I think it's a really bad idea. I don't know how you feel about it, but personally, I think it's stupid. But again, I would love to get your take on it. So we're going to play a, an ad from our sponsor, Total Tech Solutions. And uh, we'll see if anybody wants to come in and uh, give their opinion on the shit that's going on. Be right back, folks. Introducing Total Tech Solutions, your Texas one-stop shop for all your assistive technology needs. We are proud to offer the Blind Shell 2, the revolutionary device that makes it simple for people who are blind or visually impaired to use a smartphone. Visit our website at blindtech.org to learn more and to order yours today. Feeling adventurous? Explore your world with the ARX headset which provides real-time audio descriptions of your surroundings. Our experience team is part of the I Can Connect program. TVIs enhance your teaching skills and support students with comprehensive training on JAWS, voiceover, and other assistive technologies. Visit blindtech.org for more information. Enter coupon code BLIND for 10% off site-wide. Let Total Tech Solutions help you with all your technology needs. Call 833-577-8887. 833-577-8887. And we're back, folks. So... Again, what's your opinion on this shit? By the way, I am going to put the uh, website address for blind. I forgot how to type. Blindt.org in the description box. Sorry, not in the description box, but in the comment section. 
And uh, if anybody needs the phone number, the phone number, please feel free to get into contact with me. Uh, you can tweet me or send me a message on Facebook uh, or send me an email. Whose blind life is it anyway? At gmail.com. And I'll send you the phone number that was given during the ad. Um, so again, how do you guys feel about this shit? I mean, does public health department have a delusion of grandeur? Do they believe that they're gods now? Do they believe that they're infallible? I don't know. I mean, I do believe that they are manned by people. Not some perfect god or robot. But yet. They still want to branch out. They want to. Care for things that are. In their domain. That have to do with. Sanitation or kitchen, bathrooms, presumably. And I don't blame them. I mean, I did attend a food handler course when I was managing a nursing home. I attended it with the rest of the staff in the home. And I didn't work in the kitchen, but I did oversee some of that shit. And um, I had to admit, I did learn shit that I had no idea about. Now, on a side note, I did... When we were given a break in between... Now, you have to remember, this was back when I was smoking. But when we were given a break in the middle of the class, they sent us out. They put some some sort of, well, I don't know what you'd call it, uh, some sort of tincture on our hands. And we were asked to go wash it wash our hands in the kitchen or not in the kitchen in the bathroom rather and i have to admit i was one of the guys or one of the people that washed their hands more completely than the others now i had followed universal precautions back when i was a nurse so I kind of had to knew, know how to do that shit. While you guys were learning to wash your hands for 20 seconds, I was doing that way before that was even a thing. 
But as complete as I was, I still did not get all of the shit under my fingernails. Mostly because I didn't have a nail pick. But presumably, washing your hands will get that shit out of there. Well, I don't believe that. I really think you need a nail pick for that. Either way, <clears throat> public health is not, and I can't say this strongly enough, is not something that we can do without. We will always need a public health department. If anything, to rate our various fucking restaurants that we attend. I don't know if you guys have this, but in larger cities, we have public health departments that go around to various restaurants and they place inspector inspection stickers on the windows so that people know that they were inspected and whether they passed or not. If you receive a, a, a green sticker, then you passed. If you receive a yellow sticker, then there are some things you need to work on. And when you get a red sticker, you're fucked. And you are eating there at your own cost, I guess. So they aren't without their uses. But do I trust them enough to make sure my child is safe in a daycare? Well, no. There have to be at least just under a million child care centers in this city. And I think, and I don't know this as a fact, but I suspect that a lot of inspectors, oh, excuse me, a lot of inspectors don't visit their rounds. They skip a, a child care center here and there, and they make sure that they pass. Now, I'm not saying these people are, are taking bribes. But again, and I can't stress this enough, these are humans with frailties, dead issues, marriage problems, you name it. But presumably, you know, I don't know, maybe they're too smart for their own good.
So we've got no comments. I'll give you guys another couple of minutes. See if anybody wants to come on. But I ask this every week. And I never have anybody who wants to come in. Oh, well, glutton for punishment again. Either way, I'd love to get your opinion. What do you think? Is public health getting too big for their britches? Is Donald Trump losing his mind? Well, who knows? But either way, that'll do it for our show this week. For those who didn't get the information, I'm going to play the ad for Total Tech Solutions again, and that way you can uh, get the information that you need. Uh, make sure to catch our Snap Show tomorrow. Uh, Monica is away. Unfortunately, she's not feeling well, but hopefully... I'll give you something that you can use. Um, arts won't be seen this week. Again, Monica is feeling ill. Um, but make sure to catch um, Meet My Blind Life on Monday where we're featuring, featuring Sugar Lopez as our guest this week. So... Here's the ad. Here's the ad, and uh, we'll see you next week, folks. Introducing Total Tech Solutions, your Texas one-stop shop for all your assistive technology needs. We are proud to offer the Blind Shell 2, the revolutionary device that makes it simple for people who are blind or visually impaired to use a smartphone. Visit our website at blindtech.org to learn more and to order yours today. Feeling adventurous? Explore your world with the ARX headset, which provides real-time audio descriptions of your surroundings. Our experience team is part of the I Can Connect program. TVIs, enhance your teaching skills and support students with comprehensive training on JAWS, voiceover, and other assistive technologies. Visit blindtech.org for more information. Enter coupon code BLIND for 10% off site-wide. Let Total Tech Solutions help you with all your technology needs. Call 833-577-8887. 833-577-8887.